Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and pray that something will be said to bless you, to encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. We thank God for how he watched over us last night as we slept. He woke us up this morning and we were clothed and in our right minds. What a blessing that was. Can you imagine so many that did not today wake up in their right mind? Woke up distraught out of their minds? But God kept us in our minds, clothed and in our right minds. That alone is worthy to praise God. This is a day he designed for us to worship him, to magnify his name, to exalt his name, to let him know how much we are thankful and grateful for the things that he is doing for us and for our families and for our children and for our children's children. We don't take these things for granted. And we thank God because every day God loadeth us up with benefits. It is because of his mercies he has not consumed us. So he's a good God, not sometimes, but all of the time he is good. And we just thank God for you joining us on uh, this morning or whether you're listening this morning or this evening. I'm going to open up uh, this broadcast today by reading Psalms 86. Psalms 86. And it was a prayer of David. And it reads in the King James Version, Bow down thine ear, O Lord, hear me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my soul, for I am holy. O thou my God, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. Rejoice the soul of thy servant, for unto thee, O Lord, do I lift my soul. For thou, Lord, art good, and ready to forgive, and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. Give ear, O Lord, unto my prayer, and attend to the voice of my supplications. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord. Neither are there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee, O Lord, and shall glorify thy name. For thou art great and doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in thy truth. 
Unite my heart to fear thy name. I will praise thee, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will glorify thy name forevermore. For great is thy mercy toward me, and thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell. O God, the proud are risen against me, and the assemblies of violent men have sought after my soul, and have not set thee and have not set thee before them. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. O, turn unto me and have mercy upon me. Give thy strength unto thy servant and save the son of thy handmaid. Show me a token for good, that they which hate me may see it and be ashamed. Because thou, Lord, hast hoped me and comforted me. Oh, what a powerful psalm. That is a psalm that David was praying with all of his heart. And it's a prayer that David prayed which is a beautiful outline that we can use today. You know, he was asking God to hear and answer his prayer. He was asking God to protect and save him. He was asking the Lord to be merciful unto him. He was asking the Lord to give him joy and satisfaction. He was asking the Lord to teach me and teach him his way. What a prayer we can pray. We can pray the same prayer and, and ask God to protect us. The commentator says that sometimes our trouble or pain is so great that all we can do is cry out to God, protect me. And often when there is no relief in sight, all we can do is acknowledge the greatness of God and wait for better days ahead. <laughs> uh, the conviction that God answers prayer will sustain us in these difficult times. This morning in our uh, Wednesday morning, or yesterday in our Wednesday morning prayer, we were praying, uh, the Lord had given us Matthew 7 verse 9, and it was talking about the fact that if we ask, you know, our, our, our earthly father for a fish, would he give us a stone? You know, if we ask for bread, would he give us, you know, a, a snake or a scorpion? But the thing was this, that if we being earthly knows how to give good gifts to our father, how much more God will give us, you know, good things as we pray and ask. Because the verse before that, which was verse 8, was talking about the fact that we should continually to ask, continually to, to seek, you know, continually to knock. And we were talking about the fact that even that everybody can knock. The rich man, the poor man, the one that's weak, the one that's timid. But each knock will have a different sound based on the person's need. 
But we know that God is here to help us today. He's here to answer to answer our prayers. We, we can just reflect on the wondrous works that he is doing as the psalmist referred to. And all we need to remember is that God is great. God is good. God is compassionate. God is merciful. And he's right ready and willing to help us. And you know, that last verse that he talks about says, send me a sign of your favor. This is now in the New Living Translation. It says, send me a sign of your favor. Then those who hate me will be put to shame. For you, O Lord, help and comfort me. Oh, what, what, a, what a word, what a word. So we just thank God today for that Psalms 86. Father God, we just thank you for the opportunity that the veil has been rented from top to bottom, that we can now enter and have access to your most holy of holies. Oh God, where only the high priest could enter in annually and to atone for the sins of the people. God, we now have that access that we can enter in, not with timidity, but with boldness and give you praise and give you thanksgiving to obtain help in the time of need. God, today we are lifting up leaders of nations. We are asking, oh God, for forgiveness for anything I might have said that would hinder this prayer. God, we thank you today that as you reign on us, hallelujah, you are reigning on us. You reign on the just as well as the unjust. And Lord, today, today we thank you for your master plan of redemption. We're lifting up leaders of nations, oh God. We're praying for nations where there are wars going on, Sudan and, and the Ukraine and, and other remote places we might not even know or hear about. But we do know that when we hear about wars and rumors of wars, it's a sign of the end time. And Lord, today we are praying for leaders of churches. God, we are praying, oh God, for pastors. We are praying for congregations. We are praying for the body of Christ. You not. And we are coming against the spirit of division. When there's more than one vision is in a local assembly, it creates division. And we are coming against the spirit of division at restoration as well as other churches. And we are praying for unity in the body of Christ and in local assemblies. Lord, we're asking you, we're praying today for our assistant pastor, Pastor Kenneth Jones, his family. And Lord, we're asking, oh God, that you would encourage his heart. We are praying for the ministerial staff of our church, oh God. Oh Lord, we are praying for our ticking board. We are praying for our daycare, the staff, the workers. God, we are praying, oh God, for every auxiliary of the church, every family, every member. Oh God, you know each one one by one, their heart's desires. And God, we are praying that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Today, we are praying against the spirit of abortion. We are praying and praying that mothers will decide to have that child. Lord, regardless to what their circumstances are. Lord, they don't know who this child will become. And 
who they are. We're coming today against the spirit of oppression, depression. Those that are feeling uh, that they're not valuable, we bind that spirit on today. We are praying for people that are on our prayer list. We have so many people and so many needs on our prayer list. God, you know who they are. We are praying for Nina tonight. Oh, God, that you would bless and touch her. Lord, and we are asking that you would touch one uh, 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 as he's battling uh, medical issues, oh, God. For those that need housing, those, oh, God, that are sick in their bodies, God, whatever the need is, for those on the prayer list we are lifting up today, that you would encourage their hearts. Lord, today we are asking that you would in, uh, 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 change hearts and minds and desires for those that are on drugs and addicted to uh, weed. It's just so prevalent because they have legalized it and everywhere you go, you're just smelling weed. Young people are just thinking that that's their answer, but it's false hope. It's false hope. False hope. And Lord, today we are praying for the backslider. We are praying that you would encourage hearts today. Encourage mothers and fathers. We are praying for wayward children. God, we are asking today. We are praying for the elderly. Praying for caregivers. Praying for those that have lost loved ones. We are praying for the world's condition. And Lord, we just be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory. And Lord, I bless my enemies. Oh God, today I bless my enemies. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, we are doing a teaching on remembering God's word. Remembering God's word. And the scripture that we used to open up this teaching came from Numbers 15, verses 39 and 40. And it states, And it shall be unto you for a fringe that ye may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them, and that ye seek not after your own heart and your own eyes after which ye use to go a whoring that ye may remember and do all my commandments and be ye holy unto your God. Now, this scripture was referring to the children of Israel. God wanted them to remember his words and said it was going to be like a fringe uh, that they may look upon and remember all the commandments. <laughs> 
So this is what God was speaking to the children of Israel. This is what he wanted for them. He did not want them to forget his word. You know, the tassel were to remind people not to seek after their own lustful desires, but instead to seek the Lord. Idol worship is self-centered, focusing on what a person can get from serving an idol. Good luck, prosperity, long life, and success in battle were expected from the gods, the little G-O-D-S. So were power and prestige. The worship of the capital G-O-God, G-O-D God, is the opposite. Believers are to be selfless rather than self-centered. Instead of expecting God to serve us, we are to serve Him. Expecting nothing in return. We are to serve God for who He is, not for what we can get from Him. And we are to remember His words. You know, last week I was teaching, uh, referring to the seven crucial reasons we need to remember God's word. And I had alluded to, number one, it is how God speaks to us. He speaks to us through his word. We also can glorify God, to glorify God. Jesus asks us to remember him, even in the breaking of bread and communion. He says, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance of me. Remembrance can help us to see and remember God at work. The things we need to remember. The fact that the Lord remembers us. We need to not forget that. That God remembers us. Also, another reason why it's important and it's crucial to remember God's word. Because the Holy Spirit helps us to remember. (laughs) And number seven, it's crucial because... Uh, remembering God's word helps us to navigate life's decisions. So it is so important that we remember God's word. So to, tonight, I want to share with you uh, tips uh, for encouragement. Uh, four tips for memorizing God's word. And, and that this is a way to remember when you can remember scripture by memory. And when you think about God's word, God is truth. You know, when we looked in the scripture in, in St. John, it says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, and the word, you know, in chapter 14 was God, but then in chapter, verse 14, it says, and the word became flesh and dwell among us, full of grace and truth. So whether you feel like you are wandering 
aimlessly through life in a misty, misty fog or the sandy foundations you thought was firm is currently being blown to a billion pieces or you are confident that you are grounded on an unshakable rock, you need to be reminded of the truth. And we all do. And God is truth. God is the way. God is the life. So tips for memorizing God's word is to realize that he is truth and his word is truth. We need to pray his word. And the, the, the greatest thing is to do is to pray his scripture. Because when we pray scripture, the God will not deny himself. So when we're praying scripture, we are praying God's word back to him. And there's a scripture that says his word will not return void. It will accomplish that that it has been sent out to accomplish. You so, so when we can pray his word, we can literally allow his word now to just to, to, to take charge of the situation that we are praying for because we are applying his word to the problem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, the, the world said, be of good cheer. Say, in the world, you're going to have tribulation. And we can pray that and know that. Okay, Lord, I know I'm going through, but you told me to be, have, be cheerful in the midst of it because we're going to overcome all of these things. So as we pray your word, we are, we are set free. We are, we are encouraged to go on to see what the end is going to be. And then we can announce his word. Herald his word. <laughs> we can announce his word. How many times have you had an opportunity to share the gospel and felt frustrated by a loss for words? <laughs> now, but when you memorize verses about the gospel... We will become better prepared to announce the gospel. Since faith comes through hearing and hearing through the word of Christ, we can take seemingly outlandish confidence that the verses we have memorized explicitly concerning the good news and other verses will be of unparalleled benefit in our, to our hearers. Now, taking opportunities to announce the gospel as the Spirit leads also drives God's word deeper into our own hearts. So we can announce his word. We can announce his word word. We can pray it. We can announce it. We can sing it. <laughs> the Bible tells us we can sing unto the Lord a new song. Oh, a new song. Hallelujah. We can sing to him in English and we can sing to him in tongues. And then 
Another tip for encouragement for memorizing God's word is to teach it. You know, if we want to memorize God's word, we must first know the truth. We can pray it. We can announce it. We can sing it. And we can teach it. And these were some comments that were given by a young lady by the name of uh, Gloria Furman, which I shared some of the information that she had shared, but I added, you know, additional things to it. But we just thank God that we can, you know, work his word and his word can work for us, but we cannot forget his word. And as we go into Proverbs 20, 119, Proverbs 119, and look at some other scriptures in light of remembering his word. There were so many scriptures that were given in Psalms 119 that were so important for us to remember God's word. And one of those scriptures was um, Psalms 119 and 28. And 119 in Psalms, uh, 119 Psalms 28 says, My soul melted, melted for heaviness. Strengthen thou me according unto thy word. And next week I'll be reading more scriptures from Psalms 119 that we can go back and reflect on that would help us to remember his word. So as we close tonight, we would like to give you and share the opportunity for you to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. It would be the greatest thing that you can do. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He wants you to have a Zoe kind of life, a God kind of life. So pray this prayer after me. You're praying what I'm asking you to pray, but pray this from the depths of your heart. Father God, I believe in your son Jesus. I believe he died on the cross to save me from my sins. Jesus, wash me with your blood. Forgive me of all my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's book of life. Be my Lord, my Savior, my Master, and my friend. To the backslider that has walked away, all you have to do is repent and ask God to restore unto you the joy of his salvation. And come home. Come back home. Abba Father is waiting for you. The saints of God are waiting for you. The Lord said he's married to the backslider. He's married to you. And yes, we know that the elder brothers are still in the house sometimes. Just like the prodigal uh, sons uh, had a brother that was 
jealous over the fact that the father was celebrating the lost son that had come home. So tell someone tonight that you accepted the Lord and always remember to tell someone about Jesus because Jesus is Lord.